elixir then, or what's that thing that you grabbed? What's what thing that I grabbed? That to make this all happen. Where is that? It's right that, here. The switcher. Thing? Yeah. Switcher. Okay. Switcher. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Guys, we got a jam packed episode here today. You're looking at our disgusting faces. Uh, well, at least my not, disgusting not quite face. yet. There we go. Now they're looking at our faces. Yep. Well, now yeah. Well, now those who the... can see that because yeah, I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah, I'm really pumped. In our uh, in our still being built studio, apparently. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Drywall City behind us. Drywall City, bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. should we just get do, it going? Yeah. Do the intro. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust a camera here. Which one is it now? This is a problem, dude. <laughs> That's not it for sure. Yeah, you are in the boo box now. I think it's I think it's this one. Welcome to another episode of Midwest Flyways Uncensored. As always, Connor Olstead, Joey Vasallo, Cal Ness. We are live and recording. Holy shit. Wow. 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 <laughs> Straight Owen Wilson wow moment. Straight Owen Wilson. Wow. Dude. No, I'm uh, I'm amped. I want the studio to be painted behind us and done, but. Right. Well, it's going to be close to something, you know. Close to something? <laughs> what do you mean, dude? <laughs> that made no sense. I mean, it's probably going to be a variation of white, so it won't look too different than what it looks like now. I guess. The seams yeah. will be will be mudded, like right there. Yeah. That'll yeah. be good. It'll be good to have it painted in like a door there. Mm-hmm. And are we getting our sign soon? Uh, yeah, I just got to pay for it. Cool. That's coming from Derek. Dirk. Derek Helms? No, 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 no. Ah. Not Derek Helms. Different Derek. Uh, yeah, Dirk. <clears throat> I don't know his last name, actually. Sure. He's, he's dating Parisa. Okay. Cool. So he started his own metal sign building business. Yeah. Okay. We, we are going to put that up here, though, very soon. No. What? Little hint for the guys on the podcast watching right here. We're, We're not. Put one of it's those not going to be in the video, but yeah. yeah We're going to have to figure out how to, how to post this thing somewhere because Spotify. we have. Do you know how to post a video to Spotify? Because I don't. In my sleep. Y- yeah. No how chance. many have you done? Oh, uh, like 28. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so really, um, really apologies, apologies for technical difficulties. <clears throat> They're guaranteed to happen. Like we could have no volume right now. Yeah, we're not sure. Yep. And uh, you, at least on the video. We should be fine on the video. Or on, you, on, yeah. What do you mean we won't have volume on the video? Well, so do you want me to go into explaining how this is nope. set up? Actually, no. <laughs> no. No, you don't because I just literally watched him set it up and call people to get it set up, yep. and it I, was... You know who I called? Our freshman geography teacher. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> he did, though. No way. He did. did. And he's, he, he's definitely going to watch this episode then, isn't he? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm sure he will, yeah. He uh, he had the answer instantaneously, too. Yep. Oh, for sure. He knew exactly... And then he told me, like, three other things I could do. Yeah. So, Jason, thank you. Because, like, the first thing didn't work, <laughs> and then now we have this, like, I, I don't know, and I don't want to know, to be honest. <laughs> Here, here's what's going to happen. Jason is going to watch this episode and he's going to be like, I knew Joey would turn out like this. He's actually worse than I thought he'd turn yeah, out. You are uh, wearing a t-shirt and a vest. So dude. Yeah. And that, I bet you that's mistake. what he's the thing. That's yeah. Some of us, <laughs> for sure. Some of us were working really hard after this whole thing. That's, that's what he's concerned. Is about. this better? 
Yes, that is way better. <laughs> yes, Scruggs. it is, dude. What What do you got on there? Earl Scruggs. Oh my gosh, that a, shirt is legendary. Yeah, I wore this we, on uh, my Insta. I I had a picture with Andy Pryor. Yeah, and we were both holding dead pigeons. Oh yeah, and our shotguns, and then a bush light because we were done hunting. And, and dude, so many people message me. They're like, "You you like Earl Scruggs?" <laughs> like, yes, dude. I love Earl Scruggs. I didn't Dude, know who he was. Name one song by Earl Scruggs. Don't know it. Okay. <laughs> He's the father of the banjo, though. And I love the banjo. You do like some really folky music, which I, do. I don't get, but I'm stoked for yep. you. We, we still have to describe things because this sure. is a podcast. Okay, so I'm wearing an Earl Scruggs shirt, and he's holding a banjo. Yeah. That's about as, as descriptive. As That's like, as descriptive yep. as we can Got a get. big big microphone in front of him. He looks like he has makeup on and fake eyelashes. Mm-hmm. It's a t-shirt. Yeah. So. No, it's cool. Yep. He's just a good looking man. And he signed Earl in the bottom left corner or bottom right corner. So I got a question for you, Joe. Yeah. What's up? Why can't you have nice things? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk about this on the podcast, <laughs> dude. I don't want to talk about this. I ran into a freaking deer. I thought a deer ran ago. into you. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I hit him with my truck. Sure. I didn't even get a chance to react. He just boink, just right in front of me. And then I drove it. Went hunting with Connor yesterday morning and Molly, and we shot one duck, and then driving back, stopped at a McDonald's, and then my truck wouldn't move because all my transmission fluid was on the ground. Hmm. Not cool, man. Not cool at all. Right. I just needed uh, an excuse to move the camera, so I needed to get the camera on you. So is your transmission fluid figured out? Yeah, I took it into a shop. I have a rental truck right now. <sighs> yesterday was a freaking nightmare, man. Dude. And I had so many things to do for work, and I couldn't do any of them. Rough. Actually, I did two of them, but I had about like six more things that I should have done. So I texted everyone that I was supposed to go and meet with, and I said, hey, here's what happened to my truck, and I lost two contracts because of it. Like, well, if you can't even show up on time, then... Well, I can't move, so... <laughs> Sorry. Dude, just... They wanted you to walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just walk. Oh, I'll, I'll walk to Woodbury from Golden Valley. Yeah, dude. That's and uh, you could drag your DeWalt tough boxes. <laughs> just with I don't have wheels. those, dude. I don't have any dude, tough boxes. I can see you right now on the roadside with, with like three stacked DeWalt boxes behind you, just rolling along behind you. Oh, no, my gosh. Dude. I'm not that organized to have a DeWalt tough no, box. No, you're definitely not. Yeah. They're nice, though. You should get one. I mean, I probably should. Yeah. It I would probably make your should. life so easy. No, but we're just hot off the presses from Duck Opener, dude. Yeah, we are. And oh, I actually have right. a few things I want to talk about kind of related to Duck Opener. Okay. Connor, did you have something real quick before that or no? No. Okay. I was just looking up DeWalt Tough Boxes for everybody that does it. <laughs> oh. Because we can do that now. <laughs> That's so sick. <laughs> it is sick. Yeah. Okay, where's I, I have them, and they're awesome. They are sick. They are really nice. I'm Except that your over. internet uh, sucks. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, yeah. It's the worst internet And we're ever. about 80 feet from the modem. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, I'm linked up to my phone right now. Yeah, he's on personal. I am spot. not, yeah. Yeah, Jeremiah came down. He's like, Connor's like, hey, can I get the Wi-Fi password? He's like, ah, wouldn't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, do you have hotspot? And Connor's like, yeah, why? And he's like, you're better off using that 100%. for sure. 100%. Dude, I started uploading, this is, you know, I, I started uploading my entire network's worth of like footage, which is 17 terabytes, okay? Like my entire company. And I started uploading that to my, from my server to like a backup system so that I always have something. Yeah. And, um, it slowed the internet down so bad 
like that like my my roommates just like came out and started watching tv and then they couldn't watch tv because you know it's through the internet like it, it was absolutely terrible um so i rebooted the modem and now i'm getting 800 megabits per second oh which God. is unreal that's so insane real dude i think i get uh 86 kilobytes per second. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, you're like a megabit, maybe. Yeah. No, not what? even. 1.5. What were you getting before you rebooted the modem? I was getting like 20 to 30 megabits per second. And it was my, my roommates, and 76 ping is what, you know, the, the technical terms of it. My roommates were complaining. Okay. And they're like, I, I, Matt's like, I can't even play video games. Like, I, I'm not even going to try. It's like, okay. <laughs> and then I rebooted the modem, and now it's like screaming. What? So what changed? Why did that happen just by rebooting the modem? <laughs> Uh, the, I mean, I don't know. Just resets it. Yeah. I just resets it? Just oh, no, no. Okay. The actual technical term. Okay. So it's, it's actually the channel. So you and your neighbors, they all are usually on like the same channel. And if you yeah. reboot the modem, it kicks you onto a different channel because okay. that channel is full. Got it. So that's wild. Yeah. That's a major, that's upgrade. your, that's your tech for the day. Let me just uh quick reboot my system here by unplugging it and I'm going to gain 680 <laughs> megabits a second. Perfect. Yep. That's exactly what we That's do. So All right, so back to openers. Okay, we had a. I think we had a good opener in my in my mind. Mm-hmm. We had a really fun day on Saturday. Uh, my favorite thing about it was definitely our hide. Mm-hmm. So I just actually thought it'd be like a good topic to talk about our hide for that day, and then kind of like segue that into some different hides that we use on like a regular basis. What we do and don't like about them, because I think that's definitely something that's on people's minds, especially as they're going into season. So. Uh, our hide on opener essentially was on a sandbar and this is an area where usually the sandbar is there's just a tiny little bit of it that can actually be seen mm-hmm. but, but this year the lake was what like three feet down yeah I'd so say about three feet yeah down like three feet so that whole area where it's usually water was exposed sandbar and uh we basically just made the most of it. We had actually planned in the past that we would use that tiny little strip of sandbar mm-hmm. with layout lines on it. But this year, with it being so exposed, we just took full advantage, put the layout lines on it. And then we sort of set it up like uh, when you're hiding in the socks, when you're hunting geese, we just put goose socks up all around us, a mix of the dive bomb talls and shorts, um, and then put some sillows out. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's doing over there. I'm literally, as you're describing this, I am going through, I really hope we get this video up somewhere because I'm, I'm just like showing the different things that you were doing. Beautiful ghillie suit. Yeah. Okay. So I got a ghillie suit. Yep. I got a ghillie suit. $45, $42 on Amazon. What's the brand name? Nick Johnson was asking. Oh, I don't know. Is it a safari ghillie suit? I can look it up. It was an Amazon brand scenario. Let me, uh, let me look it up real quick. It's polyester though, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Then it's probably a safari. No, it, it was not name brand of 100% anything. cotton. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what else twine. it would be. But uh, anyway, I got I got brown-ish, you know, with a little bit of green in there. Um, because that, that's what the, the hide looks like usually. Standard camo scenario. But yeah, it worked like a charm. I thought it was, I thought it looked great. I just laid outside of my layout blind and, you know, didn't move. That's all I had to do. Pretty sick. Anyway, no, sorry. I thought it, Go on. I thought it was awesome. Uh, so, uh, having said that about our hide, that was definitely I think my favorite part of the hunt, just experimenting, and that's that's really fun too, just trying different things and seeing what works. And I think we were fairly confident, especially on opening day, that you that weren't. was. 
remember well, what you kept saying? I knew that no matter what we did, we were going to shoot some birds. But we were... I don't think it was so much the height I was concerned about. I was more concerned that the water was going to take away our sandbar. Well, then it did. Well, but yeah, tell them what you happened. Kept, you kept telling us... Well, you kept saying to me, dude, why aren't we just going to set up in the cattails? We should just set up in the cattails. We should just set up in the cattails. You said <laughs> like 15 times. I'm like, dude, okay. we're doing it this way. Well, to defend myself... The reason I kept feeling like that is because Joey and I came up with this genius plan that we were going to leave at midnight, mm. drive out there in the boat, and then we would sleep in our layout blinds, which would be decently comfortable, probably get a few hours of sleep. Mm. And uh, as soon as we got out there, obviously, we had no idea what it was going to really look like. So trying to figure out what it looked like in the dark was pretty difficult. So it took us like an hour and a half to actually find our spot, get to where we wanted to be. By this time, get there so early, motherfucker. <laughs> by this time, we were still there way too early. No, but way too early. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we set up the layout blinds on the sandbar where we're going to hunt, and we're literally watching as we're setting this up. We're watching water just seep out of the ground. Okay. Honest that question. Was so weird. Honest question. Why do we do that every year? Like, why do we go there that okay, early? Because only dude, on opener. Okay. Only on and, opener. But why? Well, here's the reason. Because I don't want to get beat to the spot. When when have you ever been there before 4, yeah, where somebody came by before 4? Never. I just don't want to get beaten. <laughs> okay, but in Joey's... going to be able to film a video. In yeah. Joey's defense, it is not uncommon for dudes to literally sleep in their spot uh, before opener. Yeah, because no, like it's... the night before. Because it's y'all. No, not because no. of y'all. I'm doing it because of other people. Other people set the standards. Yeah, dude, I, I can't tell you how many times, like every year on Minnesota Waterfallers or whatever page, people will come and be like, hey, who's already in their spot? And they got a picture of themselves, 7 p.m. Right. On it's, opening night. And you went at midnight. So if nobody's there at midnight, like, ain't nobody going to be there till 4. I don't know, dude. We I've been out on a lake I mean, with I'm my brothers. I'm speaking the past six years that you know we've gone out there. I've been leaving five, with my brothers at from the boat launch at like 1.30 and get to a spot, and there's a dude there. And we're like, hey, man. And he's like, hey, get out of here. I've been in this spot since 8 p.m. last night. Or, you know, midnight or 11 p.m. You have no idea. I don't know. I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't know why you're complaining because you slept in. Yeah, that's fine. Right. I also did a lot of editing the next day. Okay, I looked up the ghillie suit. It is a Oscomatech ghillie suit from Hunting Camouflage Suit. Oh, Oscomatech? Oscomatech. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Naturally. Joey's well versed in the in, Gilly suit brands. There's a medium large, a large or extra large double XL and a youth, and then there is green grass and dry grass. So, so you went dry grass. I went dry grass. Yeah, it's a good call for it's sure. Pretty legit. Yep. And and it comes with something to like some grass to put on your gun as well. Oh, um cool. I put that on my camera for like a brief minuto. Who do you think you are? Mark Wahlberg from the shooter? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Now, that ghillie suit was bad, though. It was a badass deal. It was very nice, yeah. When we were uh, we were taking pictures of Connor walking back from the sandbar or whatever with his dog, and he yeah. literally could not stop smiling. Oh, it was yeah. legit. I thought it was like it was one of the coolest things. At one point, I was like, Connor, stop smiling. I'm trying to take a serious photo of you in your ghillie suit. And he's like, smile, like stop <laughs> smiling for a second. I look a and then smirk. he instantly started smiling. Again. I like, I I like smiling like, pictures better. I think they look better, at least yeah. for me. I look like yeah. a... Like a really pissed off well, individual. If pull, up, pull up the pictures of me walking back with the dead ducks. 
and oh, okay. p- show the ones of me not smiling, I look like absolute we, dog Joe, shit. We, we can't make this a visual, like a, a podcast is an audio thing. R- right, yeah. but we, have, we're, we got the video stuff going now. We, yeah, yeah, but w- not everybody is going to be able to watch it on okay, the video, so, bud. So anyway, I just looked dog tired. You also posted well, on your Instagram, so you could tell them to go to your Instagram to look at it. There you go. I it's actually shithead.com. That's my Instagram. Oh, thank you. At shithead.com. Actually, dude, I think you look, when you're not, on one hour of sleep, I think you look fine when you're serious. Right. But when I'm yeah. on one hour of sleep, I yeah, just look yeah. like the bag queen. I need to so find it. note to Joey, if you got no sleep, just be smiling constantly. <laughs> hi. Oh my God. Hi. <laughs> For real though. <laughs> That's no. something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so, okay. so we had a bunch of water. For whatever reason, water was encroaching from the lakeside and then yeah. also out from the ground. So from when we got there to when we woke up from our hour nap, there was about 30 <laughs> yards less of the sandbar. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, we were reportedly going to have another weatherman situation here where we were going to have no wind or like seven mile an hour wind. And then remember at like 3.30 when we could not sleep any longer mm-hmm. in the scenario we were in uh, is about a 20 mile an hour wind. Yeah. It was a lot more out of nowhere, and then that was just pushing water up onto the sandbar. Yeah, mm. and that's when I was telling Joey, I'm like, dude, this sandbar, if this wind keeps up and it keeps seeping out of the ground, I don't know if we're gonna have a sandbar. <laughs> yeah, but we're wearing waders. <clears throat> oh yeah, so no. I wasn't too concerned about. It. But did my waders leak bad all day? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever had waders that haven't leaked for about the first five <laughs> uses? You had those Drake waders. They lasted a while. No. 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 They lasted so shortly. They barely got past a season. And then when I tried them on for the second season, leaked. Yeah. Uh, Then he left. Well, that's because you left them in your boat for like. He left them at a boat launch. Say what you want. Oh, I did leave them at a boat (laughs) launch one time. And then some kid found them or someone found them or something. Yeah, I came and grabbed it from him. That was pretty cool of him. Mm-hmm. No, uh, the how, did he, how could he tell they were yours? Okay, he posted Joey, on Midwest yeah. uh, or on uh, Waterfowl, Minnesota Waterfowlers on Facebook. He's like, I found a pair. Of, or I posted it on Facebook and I said, yeah. Minnesota Waterfowlers. I'm like, hey, I left my waiters at this launch. Uh, did anyone right. grab them because they were not there when I went back to go get them? What a nice guy. Like, yeah, we left cool. the lake, took all my shit off, and then we drove 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, shoot. We got to go back and get my waiters. And they were gone. I'm like, oh, yeah. come on, man. What a nice guy. That was cool of him. That was tight. He could have just left him, though, too. <laughs> and I would have gotten him. Yeah. Because we were about an hour and 15 minutes away from home. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Anyway. It was a hell of a day, hell of, a day of hunting. We limited out on ducks and geese. Just me and this one guy. That's tight. On mm. some Wisconsin, Minnesota backwaters off of a river. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Delicious. So, anyway, uh, opener went really well. We ended up having a great hide. And even the dudes that were driving by were like giving us this thumbs up. Well, did you see one of them commenting yeah. on our YouTube video? Yeah. Yeah. Said like, yeah, I pretty good that. boys. He's whatever. like, thank you so much for not putting your decoys in the deep water. So that's like, right. no one ran over our decoys. <laughs> yeah. I was pumped. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I couldn't stop. So yeah, you can't stop there. Well, he said, yeah, well, you can't, we know why you can't stop there because we had to push our boat out of there yeah. for about 45 minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Connor had his motor dry running for about 30 minutes in no. the water. It was long enough that we were, Joey and I were dragging that boat like, dude, is he going to shut that off? Yeah, dude. I thought you were going to no. bust up your motor. No. Yeah, that was bad. Whatever. Uh, um, okay. Can I, can I, yeah, sorry. let's, let me run through what I was going to talk about. Okay. So let's talk about a few of our different like favorite hides for the year. Mm, so, yeah. okay. So obviously one of the things we do a lot is an A-frame. 
Well, we haven't really done it a whole lot. Until this year we will, but we have done panel blinds in the past, which is essentially the worst version of an A-frame. Yep. (laughs) Yep, that's true. (laughs) That's true. You know what I've done a lot of is when you have an A-frame and then you extend the A-frame with panel blinds. That is Mm. also a nightmare. That is also a nightmare. It is, yeah. Not fun. Two A-frames, It's just It's too big of a gap above, in my opinion. Yep. Well, and the wind is just screwed on those on those panel blinds. I mean, if you have a good wind for hunting, it's you're going to be working to keep you're those panel blinds holding yeah. one or the other. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a crosswind, you're still kind of screwed. So this year we got a couple of those two by four blinds from Lucky Duck. Those things are um, awesome, and they're they're incredible. I mean, we have used them in the past. We've just borrowed them or whatever. But those, yeah. Now that we have our own, they're the shit. They're nice. Yeah, so okay. one thing I wanted to bring up, though, Joey, maybe you can talk about it a little bit, but where do you use an A-frame? Like, if we're field hunting? Never. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, like, how do you place it in By the choice? field? By choice? Never. Do you I run mean, it on a tree line, usually? Well, we ditch grass. Field, field row, or like yeah. an, edge, an edge hide, a uh, tree row. I mean, let's just say an edge hide in general. Perimeter of the field, field separation, mm-hmm. uh, pivot, a field, or a... A pivot, which uh, didn't work well in Kansas, I guess. But, but it has worked well for some people, apparently. Yeah, you I know, just think seen. they were snows. That's why it didn't work. But mm-hmm. um, And there I was know. way too many of them for them to care about comfortability with other decoys. I know a lot of people make it look like a tree, like a tree line. So they mm. put like uh, tree branches. Like when we hunted with Bobby in Kansas, he had oh, a bunch yeah. of pine tree oh, yeah. branches mm-hmm. or cedar branches. And it worked. It worked great. And it was at the end of hay bales. Yep. So it wasn't even but like he, matching. He uses the that all year. Yeah. No, he makes himself look like a, a row of trees. It's a giant bush. Yep. So I think if you're going to hunt in the middle of the field, that's what you should do. I know a lot of people do that in Canada. They have tree branches all over their their A-frame. Yeah. So I want to experiment with that a little bit. As you totally. notice, we, we had grassed up one of the A-frames, one out of the two, got it ready for the year, and it was pretty damn green. When we grassed it up, we mm-hmm. waited a week, went out to opener with it, set it up for our second day, and it did not match any green around us. That thing was already dead. All that grass was dead as shit. Yeah. So I think we we grassed it really, really well. It just doesn't match anything right now because everything is still pretty green. However, it did just get really cold here in Minnesota, so I think shit's going to start dying pretty start quick. Start browning up pretty good. Yep. Yeah, because we, so what we do, whether it's a layout blind or an A-frame or whatever, we, especially this year we did it, but we always end up just using ditch grass mm-hmm. for all of our blinds, and then we'll just kind of add in a little here and there if we have to, just because ditch grass looks good anyway. Like we, last year, I remember both you and I, Joey, had ditch grass on our blinds, and then we hunted some cornfields. You just throw corn in You it. just throw corn right into it, and it still looks great, especially once that ditch grass just dies, and it's nice and brown. It kind of blends in pretty good with everything. And usually it works really good if you do it early season because then it's green when it's green. And then it sort yep. of just dies naturally. But this year that stuff did die really quick. Yeah. But, you know, that is. Kind so of we're going to, Connor, you love filming out of A-frames. I do. It is very, very nice. It Better is than much layout. nicer than layouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Layouts are horrible, which is why to film out of, which is why I got a ghillie suit. So what's what's the advantage? I mean, like, what do you hate so much about a layout blind? Like, filming? you can't see anybody, or like, you just like the interesting things about hunting are the aspects around it, right? right. Or it's a film hunting, so you don't, you know, it's not that. Obviously, so a lot of people just want to watch birds die, and there's a lot of videos out there that are just a bunch of birds dying, and the birds getting, you know, working and whatever, and you can do that from a layout blind. Yeah, but 
You can't get a shot of the shell going into the chamber. You can't get a shot of, you know, you picking up the binos to check for bands. You can't get a shot of the freaking donuts that are sitting out because they're at everybody's feet and yep. they're just, everybody's just laying in their layup on and nobody gets out, you know, because if they get out, then they got to get back in when the birds come and whatever. You have a couple people that get out or whatever, but they're not actually doing any action stuff. They're just sitting there looking around and uh, looking around the sky. Right. Yeah, totally. And so it's extremely boring to film. Yeah. Whereas if you got somebody that's pivoting back and forth, you know, inside of an A-frame, if they're looking up and looking different angles and calling in different ways, calling down, calling out, whatever, peeking up out of the grass, it's way more interesting. Totally. The hard part is that you're stuck with like two people because they're just, you know, on either side. But luckily, I only have two people to film. Oh, my God. You fellas. (laughs) Oh. All right. So let me ask you this then, Joe. If, uh... In terms of hiding, like with a layout blind, yeah. Do you still prefer using a layout blind? Do you still prefer to use it on a tree line or on the edge of a field if you can, or yeah, do you just, think that it doesn't matter at all? And I mean, because obviously, if you have to be in the middle of the field, you can with a layout. No, I, I would prefer a layout until it gets super, super cold. Then I, I almost refuse to run layouts. It gets so cold here, man. And it's just if you're in an A-frame, you can throw heaters in. You know. Yeah, no, you can get the little buddy heaters. That helps, definitely. I mean, if you got to hunt in a layout, you got to hunt in a layout. And if it's cold, it's cold. But right. you know what I'm I want to get all day. I really want to get one of those uh, electric hand warmers. Those G Techs. Yeah, yeah, they look sweet. Well, and the reason I kind of want to get one too is for construction. Yeah, because as like a carpenter in the winter, you can't really wear like big gloves. Cause it's really a, and you know this, like it's a bitch to hold a nail. Yeah. I've been doing this for 10 years, bud. <laughs> Didn't it's, isn't there like the jackets that you can that like heat with like a, well, yeah, yeah, but, a but those are only, so stupid. The only places I get cold ever hands. are my ears, hands and toes. Yeah. That's it. And you can obviously put a hat on yep. pretty easily. AKA Midwest five hat because they're so freaking warm. Actually, We're out of it. We got to order more. Midwest com slash shop. <laughs> There's if only we, like two things on there right now. If, if we get 500 pre-orders of beanies, we'll get some more. Yep. <laughs> no. Speaking yep. of, Actually, I've really had like about that. 100 people hit me up for hoodies. Yeah. About well, 100. Well, well, we got to get them going. Hey, okay, right yeah. now, instead of commenting and telling me to share my boat with Joey, tell us what you want. Like a black hoodie? You want a black hoodie with Midwest Flyways logo? Tan, gonna want tan. tan, green, black. That's what everyone tan, wants. Tan, green, black. Yep. Olive green, tan, or heather. All right. We should do a poll right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it on on the YouTube channel. Go ahead. Cause okay. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Here I have a little bit of a rant right now. Oh God. Is this a you're the worst or is this sure? Sure, you're the worst. This is the worst to the person that is listening to this podcast but is not subscribing to YouTube. This is the person the worst that is that literally like goes on searches every week to watch certain people. Not even us. Okay. Not even us, and doesn't subscribe to their channel. You're the worst because subscriptions if you have a subscription number that is what keeps people like from not putting ads and stupid stuff on their channel if you have a subscription number click the subscribe button i don't care if you're clicking it for us yeah like for whoever you watch consistently click the subscribe button leave a review okay add a comment you're like it helps them so immensely it is not even funny i'm gonna say this too I noticed in our latest video, the duck opener video, the cinematic, of all the people that watched it, under 20% are actually subscribed to mm-hmm. our channel. Yep. 
Yeah, and, and here's out of the thing, all the videos that we have, eighty percent of the people are not subscribed. When you subscribe to our channel, it helps us. It helps us grow, and it helps us be able to keep putting content like this out. And here's the thing: I don't care if you subscribe and then ignore every single notification that comes up for us. But you might see one that you like and say, cool, another cinematic. I mean, if you're only watching our channel for the cinematics, great. Subscribe and only click on the cinematic. And I feel like I'm complaining and I'm not trying to complain. I'm not trying to be a jerk right now. I'm trying to say whoever, whoever, oh, I'm wired. Whoever I listen (laughs) to, I'll tell you why in a second. Yeah, you don't want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever you listen to or watch or whatever, if you interact with their content, it will help them regardless of what platform it is. Yeah. If you well, like whatever it is, if you comment whatever it is, it doesn't even matter if you comment just like a period or a space. Well, here's it one prime matter. example. This weekend we're going and hunting with uh, one of our first subscribers. And right. he added me on Snapchat three years ago. And I'm, oh, yeah. I think I gave him a calling lesson. I'm not sure. But he has been like an avid supporter of our channel. And he's like, dude, yep. we are so loaded up with birds. You got to come up here and hunt with us. And I was mm-hmm. like, let's do it. And right. he's shot so many bands this year too. So I'm like, uh, yeah, we're gonna. I go forgot out what there. I was gonna look. His up. name's Brett. I don't know his last name, but his name is Brett. He seems like a really nice guy. Well, and let's go hunt with him. Crush some birds. Friday. Do and a Saturday. video. Boom. Get him on the video. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. Um. All right. So, um, so I don't know where that started. One, one, yeah. Sorry. One other thing. Um. And I guess this is my tip for the week. Okay. This is my tip. Wait. Just the tip. Yep. Just. By the, tip. the way, that got ripped off. Yeah. Another Waterfell podcast started saying that. Classic. I yeah. had about 15 people send it to me and say that this podcast copied our just the tip. Well, mm-hmm. we had it first because Whatever. we give the tip. Like six, seven months before. But yep. And, and that's okay. Matter. And that's yep. okay. It's flattering. Thank you. Whatever. Mimicry is the highest form of flattery. There you go. There you go. So uh, <laughs> this weekend, we killed some ducks <laughs> and Joey killed a duck that we couldn't find yesterday. And... So I had duck breast that I was going to make and I had a different video shoot that I needed to do some cast iron skillets. And so, and then Judy gave me some fresh herbs from her garden, yes. which yeah. was fantastic. It was um, basil. There was basil. Basil. She gave me sage. I didn't use that because that's for pork. She gave me um, zucchini. She gave me tomatoes. And not um, herbs, but yes, yeah, they're not herbs, but vegetables. I added them all. Okay. But anyway, I was able to make a um, fantastic uh, little meal for this, um, and it was delicious. Ooh. It was a little stir fry. Cut it up, and may I say, if you're making it over the fire, because I did do the use a cast iron skillet over the fire. If you're doing it over the fire, just dicing it up and doing a uh, little stir fry, absolutely perfect. It was fantastic. Nice. It was delicious, Sounds and good. and then using some seasoning. On that as well, the fin and feather. Is that Traeger seasoning? Traeger seasoning. Yep, and oh, I, I did so combine good. it with some of uh, some other seasonings and whatnot. So nice, dude. Yeah, anyway, sounds really good. I love tip of the week. Do it. Yeah, if you're doing over fire, dice up your duck. It's delicious for sure. Joe, you gonna you gonna join us? You know they can see that you're texting. Yeah, now. Joey's no, he's it's not okay. texting. He's just looking at Instagram. Oh, <laughs> we've already bored him, dude. Oh, gotcha. It was he, when you started talking about food. Then, yeah. Yeah. No. Pretty he, much. He yeah. said his pallets and shirt for one. Let's go through our football, our football it. picks for this. I week. would, yeah. I got a <laughs> fantasy team here. Um, oh, fuck, all right. Dude. No, here's a good question for both of you guys. Having every year, I think about this after we go to opener because we start hunting geese and then it's duck opener, and so I ask myself the question every year in my mind: Do I like ducks 
or geese better? And what do you like better? I like no question. You like geese? I like geese better. And I was I like geese better. Yeah, or to eat? No, to hunt. I like eating ducks better. Okay, I like eating duck better. Yeah, for sure, not question. Joe, what do you? But okay, no, I all right. Like, please tell me. Last year, I I've always liked ducks up until last year, and then last year I just felt like I don't know. I know you go back and forth. I think some people do. No, I mean, some people definitely go back and forth. I think I know what you're going to say, Joey, but what do you like better? Well, just judging off of my Instagram handle, mm-hmm. at more ducks, please, I would say more ducks. Yeah. Yeah, without more question, I'm, I'm on ducks. Can you say why? Dude, they're they, more fun. They're way more fun, man. And it's they just better. Here's, here's the thing about ducks that I really, really like, and I can talk about this for hours, and then I want to get into our next segment because it's going to be a really good one. Mike Moore brought it up. But here is my thing about ducks. They always fly in the cert- the same hours every single day, no matter what. Whereas geese, oh, we've got the mole mm. migration. Oh, you know, they're going to be flying from 9 to 11 really hard. Okay, well, I can't do that before work now, can I? Like nope. this morning, I got invited to go on um migrator hunt, and they were rolling, and he did crush geese. However, he started crushing geese at 11 a.m., and he got out there two hours before shooting. Like. Sure. So I'm like, no. Whereas ducks, they're going to fly right at sunlight and they're going to keep flying until about like nine, nine thirty. That's like when they start to shut off is like nine. That's like the end point. So like the other day when we went out, Connor, I called the hunt at nine and no more ducks flew. Did they? I mean, I didn't I see didn't. any more ducks flying the rest of the day when I was driving oh, around all day yeah. for work. I, I, I wasn't out there. They so. fly right away in the morning and they fly right before sunset. Right. And I love that little time clock. Also, ducks are just like a little bit more, um, how do you say it? They're more unpredictable. And I kind of like that. Whereas really? ge- geese, you That's, can throw out a huge spread. And if you have a lot of collars, you're 80% more likely to shoot a lot more geese. Well, here's an interesting thing, though. Because while that is true in terms of trafficking geese and being able to kind of coax geese to where you are versus ducks doing what they want, sort of, mm-hmm. the interesting thing is you said in the very beginning of your statement that with ducks, there's a there's a clock, mm-hmm. right? But with geese, they can do whatever they want. They can migrate now or not. They can fly at 11 a.m. They can fly at 2 in the afternoon. Right. And you have no idea. So, yes, in some fashion, but also no, right? Mm. No. Well, because, I mean, you just said that, like, ducks, you know, it's harder to shoot them. But at the same time, you don't know when you're going to be able to shoot geese. So that kind of makes it harder to shoot geese successfully. Unless you're willing to sit out there for, you know, yeah, 12 hours Yeah, and I or have a job, so I can't do that. Right. Same. And, uh, no, ducks are harder to hit, dude. They fly faster. I don't know. They're just more unpredictable. And they're, <laughs> like, so, okay, let's just put it this way. Who do you have more respect for? A guy with a lanyard with all duck bands or a guy with a lanyard with all Ooh, geese that's bands? A good Definitely point. all duck bands. That's a good Not even point. Close. Why, and now, why is that? Because, first of all, there's less ducks banded no, than geese. That's no? not true. More ducks are Well, banded. there's more ducks, though, than geese, right? which, which means that the number, the chance of you shooting a banded duck is right lower. I can't remember who told me, but there are more ducks banded every single year than yeah. geese are banded every single year. Yeah, but there's more ducks to shoot as well. Yeah, that's saying. what I'm saying. So the, ratio. the ratio's lower. Right, but a right. lot more people shoot goose bands than they do duck bands. Like, there are way yeah. less goose bands I mean, bands well, and harvested. do you think part of that is, I mean, no, I don't know. Ge- geese travel in bigger groups. 
you can get a big group, a big flock to come in. Let me ask you this too. Is it more likely for geese to stay local to an area versus ducks? Yes. Right. So if you're close to a banding station, then there's a good chance you have a really good shot at shooting bands. Yeah. But with ducks, it could be anywhere. Look at Joe and anyone else in Hutchinson. They shoot the shit out of bands. Same with Fergus. And they are not shooting Fergus bands or Hutchinson bands. They are shooting bands from all over the place. But there is a... There's a warm water source there, so all of the bands that are for up Fergus. north comes for Fergus, for Fergus. yes, but not Hutchinson. Hodge. Okay, right. Yeah, that's where just like all the malts come to for whatever reason. The I other thing them. is too, though, is like I wonder too if I hunted and I'm not. I mean, obviously, kudos to Joe, that's awesome. But if I hunted six days a week, I mean, I'd probably have a lot more opportunity to shoot bands, right? Just because you're shooting so many more birds, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, I, I'm I think you make a good think, point though with the yeah, calling. you do, you definitely do, you know. The yeah. calling aspects of it of being able to call call in a goose and you know, it's funny more effectively though, with enough callers and enough decoys than than ducks. Well, there's there's no dead set formula on killing ducks, mm-hmm. but for geese there kind of is. Yeah, the more yeah. decoys you flag and the more right. callers that you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. same with ducks. Same with ducks. You flag them in, you're good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. From the boat. No, it's just ducks move around so much more, and they could be hitting a water source for some reason that you don't know. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they could just That's be true. hanging out. They could just be being social. They could just be eating freshwater shrimp. They could be eating acorns, depending on where you are in the uh, in the, the United States or wherever in the world you are. But it's like I know that there's a certain lake here in town that they don't roost on it. They don't eat anything out of it. They just hang out there right away in the morning, and then yeah. they leave after an hour. Yeah, like hmm. they don't eat. Yeah, it's weird. I've never seen them feed in that lake. They just hang out with other birds there. So, Connor, it's you're nonsense. You're definitely like a meat hunter. Like you like to go out. I do I mean, hunt you, a lot. For I know meat. you enjoy like the hunting aspect too. Yes. But like when you hunt, you like to take meat home. Oh, for sure. So is that like a big reason as to why you like duck better than goose? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I don't know, man. I just I do enjoy. Like I think it's a lot because of the faster. Like they fly faster, sure. harder to shoot. Okay. Um, those aspects of it. I, I don't know what it is, man. It's just like a cupped up duck coming yeah. into the spread. Just no, to right. me looks yeah. a lot better than a cupped up goose, you know? And See, I just Yeah. I just don't really like geese like at, at all. Like, you know, and I'll shoot them, like I'm fine shooting them or whatever. And but I just I, I don't know. I'm See, it's really. funny because like that's why I like geese. Because of the way that they like come into your spread. Really? And like how See, I think they're they take, so big and they're so slow. They take forever. I know. Yeah, and that's that's, the, that's what I, I just, don't I like. like that. So like, you like, like to work them in. Okay. I love the fact I get of that. like the watching them and the watching. You them should work. get Riley out of here before she knocks over a camera. Come here, bud. Um, Come here. that was close. That was very close. Um, but so, so I hate that. I think I like the fact that we could be like oak oh, ducks, and then like within two seconds they're like in front of our sure. Spirit. Yeah, and no, out I of nowhere, it. you know, teal could just. Bomb in there and just yeah. rock it. I like I, I like adrenaline. I like the goose. I like how slow and like you know just you can watch them first. build so dun, dun, slow. Dun, 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 dun. It's cool. I don't know. Um, anyway, you had a topic you wanted. Yeah, talk you had about, a, so. something you wanted to chat. <clears throat> yeah, I was talking to Mike Moore. He's a competition duck caller, and we were talking about the new dive bomb mallards. And he's like, "Dude, are they actually sweet?" I was like, "Oh, I'll let you know after I hunt with them." And yes, they are sweet. They move in zero wind. It's unbelievable. And he's like, so what do you, what do you look for in a duck decoy? And I'm like, well, where do I start? I could talk about this for freaking hours. You know, he's like, well, how do you set up your spreads? Cause I've just been throwing the kitchen sink at him and it's been all mallards and he's in Iowa. 
And so like, I, it's just like a huge topic. Like what do I set for a mallard spread? Like what do I set out for decoys on water to kill mallards? So why would you Oof. not set out mallards? No, it's, it's good. But think about whenever you're on a public marsh, every time I'm on a, I public hunt a lot, like a lot until this year. Cause I don't really have a boat. You know, unless Connor lets <laughs> hint, me use hint. his boat. Yes. Yep. Or Cal and I buy a boat for apparently $13. <laughs> that is a really good budget. So, <laughs> so we can keep it under 20 bucks. Piggy, in, dude. Dip into your piggy jar. Sure. So that I can buy a boat so Joey can use it a lot more. Than right. Essentially. <laughs> what? Why can't you buy a boat, Joe? I'm broke, son. <laughs> so you're, so I'm why do broke. You, tell you what we'll do. Okay. Man. We'll go like a 70 30 split on a boat. Who's 70 and who's 30? Joey's paying 70% because I'm going to use it like 30%. Well, how, how about this? We go 50-50 on it, and then whoever uses it more starts to pay more throughout the um, engagement. Okay. Honestly, dude, great Who's idea, the judge of that? will be paying me. Obviously, we'll have a fucking log sheet, a captain sheet on the boat. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have a log a captain sheet. sheet. Cal, Cal and I will go out together, and he's like, well, you drove, so it's your Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I will do. I'm going to be so petty. Every time, every time we go out and make you drive, uh, that'll be $10. Oh, my God. No, so I, Mallard spread. Hey, over here. She just wants to say hi to you, bud. She's, she's not going to knock over a camera. She's, she's very she's controlled. She's not too, Henry Lickstein. Uh, yeah, come here, bud. I'm gonna look the tripod. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Nelly would be looking the tripod right now. Yeah. She I got my everything. dog down here right now. All right. So anyway, the way that I like to set a mallard spread, let's just say it's a migrator day. Okay. I'm gonna throw out as many decoys as I can on that water, on a big body of water. And most people are throwing out two dozen mallard floaters, solely mallards. Okay? Okay. And so it looks like crap. And then they have two mojos. I've never seen anyone else on a public marsh with more than three mojos total. No one else uses a jerk rig anymore. I've never seen one on a public marsh. And uh, I always have my mojos out for the first hour or so, or like first like half hour of shooting. And then if I see that they're starting to flare off, like they come and check out my spread, then they start to dip out. They kind of like flare at that 40-yard mark. Then I start to pull the mojos. And uh, then I just switch to jerk rigs. But... Here's something that I learned in the past is that when you're looking at ducks, especially from a drone view, like because you did that drone view by that mm. pond mm. by my office, mm. they're not all the same size, are they? What? They're not all battleship mallards. They're not all huge. Like okay. they're not like the full size. No, there's a lot plumage. of little ones like the economy size mallards. <clears throat> right. So what I've done in the past, I'm not just running one type of decoy like a like an avian or a dive bomb or a hardcore or, you know, however many other brands there are. So I have some Higdon, I have some hardcore, and then I have mostly avians is what I've done in the past. And I think that helps a lot. I'm also throwing spoonies, gadwalls, and uh, pintail. I don't no, really have a whole lot of pintails. throw a couple widgeon. I, oh, that, that's the one I was thinking of, a lot of widgeon. I think I have 6 to 12 widgeon. But anyway, so I like to throw a lot of different species because if you go and watch birds on a thing, it's not just all mallards all the time. It's mm. not. It's not. One yeah, uh, one, true. one big mistake that I've made in the past, something I've learned the hard way, unfortunately. Well, where do we start? Where do we start on the mistakes you've come made, on, Duck come Hunting? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Bud. Hey, how many have you made, dude? <laughs> oh, a thousand. Right. A thousand. So one thing I would highly recommend to anybody, if you're in an area where you can shoot Canada geese, please bring one to two Canada goose floaters. That was another thing. I was yeah, thinking. like even if you're, even if you don't think there's a chance, 
I Mallard, I think Mallards like a Canada Goose decoy. It's a comfort. For sure. And not only that, but you don't want to be the guy, and I've done it so many times, but you don't want to be the guy that's out there hunting ducks, and then five geese fly at, you know, 60 yards, and you just don't have a single goose decoy. If you Sucks. watch your video me time, I didn't have any goose decoy. Yeah, out, you called him in. smoked that so, fucker. But yeah. it was dark. Yeah, did. It was, was still good. dark when that happened. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was in the first half hour right. of shooting light. Mm-hmm. But yep. he, oh, dude, he, he was committed. Yeah, he could hear you. Oh, yeah. He could hear he could me. Hear and you. then you could see when he realized, yeah. oh, there's not a fucking there's goose here. Single <laughs> goose decoy out here. Yeah, he tried bailing. I'm, I'm so going to go out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just bam. Yeah. Um, so I actually took a picture of a goose spread, kind of. And I thought what was interesting about it, because really I was just like walking around eating, um, went over to um, a local pizzeria, had myself some pizza. And I saw in this pond that there was a bunch of geese that were hanging out there. And mm. what I thought was super interesting was the different groups that they were in. Yeah. Like the, there was, you know, we got like four on the far right side. We got eight, like kind of in the lower middle. And then, you like know, two four smaller on the, groups on the left. Yeah. Five on the other side and whatever. And then there was just one like just chilling in the middle. And, uh, one landed in the while middle. I was there. In the middle? Guess where it landed. Other side of the lake. The the one on the far, far, far right. Yeah. By that pink house? The No, on the far, far right. Oh. So the, there's, oh. A, there's a group of four sure. that's just a little together, and then r- right next to almost like a big group of eight, he landed in that group of four. Where was that wind coming from? Was there any wind? There was no wind. Okay. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's, it's very, very calm. Yeah, mm. interesting. If if anything, it would be the wind was coming over over my back, flying. You know, like mm-hmm. it, the the wind that you would want to be at if you were hunting. Yeah. But yeah, in, so instead, so there was still like groups far on the left side. There was a big open hole in the middle. There was even a one goose just chilling in the middle. Yep. And out of all that, he chose to land on the edge. I thought that was kind of interesting. But it's anyway, definitely interesting. Yeah. So I just, I mean I was just like walking by. I was like, huh? Like look at how they're grouped up. And yeah, I don't know. No, I took, that's, that. I took cool, a picture dude. of it. You're, that's turning, cool. you're turning into a hunter. Yeah. Well, that was October 3rd of 2017 is when I took that picture. Oh. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Either way, dude, that's really cool. Anytime you can just, like you said, flying the drone above those mallards sitting in that pond, you know, it's every time you can see them more, you can learn more from that photo, whether it's a still or whatever, but. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think you made a good point about different sizes of mallards. I think or it's just different size decoys, you know. Right. Yeah. Whether no, it's yeah, wedge and pintail. I think Whatever. it's so interesting. I've actually heard people tell me, like, how come you don't use all the same brand? They don't look the same, so then they're not going to know it's not the same. Like, Dude, what? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> a goose is flying by. It's like, huh, his so neck is bent a different way than the other guy. They're not all the same, you know? <laughs> he has shadows over his and feathers. It's the other thing that's interesting, too, I've heard people say that, like, if you, you know, make it, if you're trying to call ducks, and they're like, well, you don't sound like the guy in this video, and it's like, well... I mean, there's, you know, you can sound good and sound bad, but ducks all sound different too, you know? Yep. Like some ducks are really deep, and that's why different calls sound different specifically. Yep. So yep. this is an interesting we, deal. You know what I'm thinking? So now that we have, like people, I listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts. 50% yeah. of, four, four, 60% of our listeners live yeah, in, like listen to Apple, Apple Podcasts. They are going to be like, what are we looking at? So yeah. we need to find a place to post different photos that we talk about. Yeah. And I think we should do it on our story right afterwards and then save it to the highlights sure about the podcast what do you guys think interesting idea. say that again what about so our we website post it post what if yeah we, we like, could find what if a we place? did like a podcast like summary and i could write like a one paragraph thing you gonna we do it post. sure okay that's yeah fine. that's totally fine that'd, that'd be perfect midwestflyways.com slash podcast 
Yeah. Yeah. We'll just have a podcast link, and then after each podcast, I'll just write like a paragraph summary, and then we can just post photos that we put up in the podcast. All right. We're figuring this out. We're trying to figure it out. Are we going to post our video podcast on our website, too? Might as well, I guess. I don't that's, know. Yeah, because yeah, we could do a whole podcast page. It'd be way easier. Yeah. But you have to tell me if that sounds like it's going to be a lot of work or really shitty or whatever. No, I mean, stuff. like, because that, that we can post as an unlisted link on YouTube and then just throw it up on there. I'm just hesitant to post the whole thing on YouTube because it's going to ruin it's different content than what we have. It's yeah. longer. And I don't, if we talk about, you know, things Swear that words. YouTube doesn't want us to talk about, then Swear we can words. get shadow banned. And I don't want sure. that to happen. Yeah. Oh, nice. I cracked my camera screen. We can? Joey, did we. What was the first what? thing Connor asked you? The top was one. it about you not having nice things? Oh. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Does it does it change the photo at all? I don't know. I got it. Right? I can see. You guys uh, got any tips? Nope. You got any worse <clears throat> for this week? Yeah. <clears throat> don't hit a fucking deer with your truck. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> God! That's a good tip. Oh, dude. yes! Oh, there's a fucking deer? Yeah, why don't I just... Into it. Why'd you do that? <laughs> don't do that. Don't yes. do that, dude. How about how, here's another tip for you? Don't have leaky waders, man. Because let me tell you, it is like what is it? What's the temperature right now? It is not forty two, maybe. It is not that cold out. But on opener, 41. it was like sixty degrees, and now right now it's forty one, and it does not feel good to be sitting in leaky waders for more than ten minutes. Your toes crinkle. And if they're not that big of a like a of a hole either. It's just mm-hmm. like my feet are soaked at the end of the hunt and I'm oh, just I know. miserable. I Dude. had leaky waders in Alaska. It sucked. Ooh. It was really cold water though. Yeah. Yeah. That would suck. Mm-hmm. That's like the worst place to have leaky waders. <laughs> <laughs> Those rivers and streams always stay yeah. cold, you know. Yeah. They're at like a forty Little degree. Big water. Forty degrees. Isn't there like a band or something called leaky waders? I th- that's not, I'll look it up. Fuck, Sounds I like should something. be the lead okay. singer of that band. Yeah, you should. Okay, because here's <laughs> what I was going to say. The best part about you having leaky waiters on day one was day two you borrowed waiters and they leaked. They leaked <laughs> even worse than my waiters. <laughs> yep. Dude, you walked into the water to throw decoys instantaneously. You're like, oh, there's a leak. And it was, I'm what? It was big. Like so much so that at the end of the hunt, I had to go into my like emergency clothes stash in the back of my truck and give you my sweatpants which were way too big for you i can't find it was better than you wearing like you were like oh they're not that wet and i looked down your whole left leg was completely yeah. soaked yeah and i was like no they're pretty wet actually the only <laughs> so thing that felt wet though was my feet sure but anyway, i cannot find spread. i cannot find leaky waders okay i'm maybe i banned all right go so ahead. hey that's a, that's an opening right there those listening that like have been waiting for their band name to come out. Yeah. There you go. Leaky Waiters. Leaky dude. Waiters. Hey. Leaky Waiters fucking suck. Fuck that I'm going to be honest. When I pictured a band called Leaky Waiters, I did not picture a heavy <laughs> screamo metal band. I didn't either. I, I did. pictured like the type of music you listen to, actually. <laughs> like very folky. I was banjo. Yeah. A banjo band. Leaky Waiters. Yeah. Dude, you're telling me right now that if you didn't hear a good song by a band called Leaky Waiters, the first thing you want to do would be play it in the truck for me. <laughs> Dude, listen to this new band. It's called Leaky Waiters. I guarantee you would. <laughs> it, yeah, it I, would I, make I, you stoked. Um, 
I can't, I can't remember like the words are, but it's it's, it's like the last sentence is my old friend. It's like dun, 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 my old friend, whatever that oh. is. That that's what I pictured. Like Hello, darkness. Yes, my yes, old friend. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel, dude. Yeah, that's what I pictured for to be for like, Leaky Waiters and then a little bit of banjo in there. <laughs> it's whole banjo with Hello Darkness. It's a hell of a combo, man. To be honest, dude, that would take Hello Darkness to a totally different song style. I don't think Simon and or Garfunkel would appreciate that though. Yep. But Earl would. <laughs> Earl Scruggs <laughs> would be all about it. He'd be literally doing this in his grave and shit. Dude, I want you to leave here, Connor, and listen to the song Hello Darkness and then try to find where a banjo could fit in that song. In the bridge. It's always in the bridge. <laughs> like it'd be like bing, 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 bing. Connor's like, what the f-? In the bridge. Dude, in the bridge, dude. It always comes in the bridge. Nah, it's always in the bridge. <laughs> Oh my god! Ah, you want to throw in a random <laughs> instrument? Nah, throw in the bridge. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Anyway, all right. Did you, you talk about wrap mallards? Up quick about mallards. Yeah, okay. the mallard spread. So I'm thinking of one lake in specific, right by. You know, we've hunted. We hunted with Gavin and Isaac, right? Yep. So I would just throw decoys wide and out as far as I want to shoot birds. So like 30, 35 yards, and then leave little open pockets for them. And then in those open pockets, you have a jerk sprig. Or jerk rig, not a jerk sprig. spray. Okay, so when you're talking about this, how many decoys are you actually talking about? At least sixty decoys, wow. bro. I'm gonna he, be honest, dude. <laughs> I don't agree with you. We go but, hunting yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We're like getting in the boat. There's uh-huh. three people on the lake at this point uh-huh. in time. Sure. Okay, and I'm like, dude, let's go. Like, I want to get this spot. Like, okay. And he goes, should I grab another dozen? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what? What about all these? Should I grab another dozen? Fine, go for it. Grabs another dozen, brings it out there, all tangled. He's like. Not worth it. Throws it behind. It wasn't worth it boat. at the time. It was too windy to fuck with it. I want to be honest with you, dude. I think I think that you don't you throw too many decoys. And that's for ducks. fine. And that's fine, dude. But guess what? I fucking crush ducks, don't I? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes no. <laughs> well, did you crush them yesterday? No. Okay. That's just the name of the game sometimes, baby. I know. I and I'm not saying it's cause Four of your decoys. Four times a night. More times than not, I do. I'm more of the opinion that you're not shooting ducks because you have more decoys. Why do you think I'm, I'm saying ducks then? Because you're on a good day in the right spot and the ducks want to be Is there. the general rule not that as season goes on, more decoys get on into the spread? That's not that's what I've heard. Now, and this is not a knock on you, but not for Joey. <laughs> <laughs> not for Joey? What do you mean? Well, like early, like when we start hunting in the beginning of the year, you're like... Throw it all. Throw all <laughs> 60. Beginning. He gets really excited. I we did excited. have a lot of decoys for opener. That was well, that for, was for our, our hide, hide though. Yeah. yeah, We only had 24 floaters out, just so you know. And I was, I'm not talking about the floaters. I'm talking about the socks. I'm aware. There were 1,500 geese using that as a loaf. And as we were packing up, all the geese started coming up. They coming really back. actually did, though. Remember, we were packing up and they were like right over us. It was yeah. a shitload, dude. Yeah, we shot a goose on opener, though. Yeah, one. One. Yeah, we just got one. smoked on the other ones. Just one. There is no paper jam. <laughs> See, that's, and that's exactly, that brings you back to what Joey was saying earlier about geese can fly at any time. Hey, we're really good at calling people into other, or calling birds into other people's spreads. No, dude, True. here's what happened. <laughs> we had no wind, so the goose took a wide circle, and as he did a wide circle, public land flew over someone else's spread. He shot at him twice, only hit him he he probably put a couple BBs into him, and then he flew right over us. Already started to lock up, so I thought we had him, and he was going to turn into our spread. And he just 
went with the wind. I think those couple BBs made it so he couldn't turn into our spread. Probably. I think he just had to go into wherever he was going into because he really bombed into that spread hard. Right. And then he, he got didn't have a single. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, he didn't have a single goose in decoy. his spread. Right. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. Thank you. Yeah. He didn't have a single goose decoy. Goose. Yeah, I did decoy. notice that, and that's why I thought he got winged pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, and well, he no, was he just like, I'm hit. going down right now, and I'm going to find and whatever the other spot. the best part of the weekend happened, and that was Joey's little little tantrum. And I, oh I'm, I'll bring it up here on the phone. Well, I got it on my... Right I got on that the, spread. Then he goes right in that guy's spread. They say there is a paper jam, but there is no paper jam. <laughs> there is no paper jam. We called... Oh my God. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if anyone has ever seen the movie Office Space. Well, you have to have seen that movie. It's so good. Guys, thanks for checking out this podcast. If you can do us a favor, please, before you leave, click subscribe here and give us a rating or a review. It definitely helps us out. And if you are not already, check out our Instagram and our YouTube channel. We've got a ton of awesome videos coming out there, and you can subscribe there as well. Check us out at MidwestFlyways.com. The ratings help, yes. The ratings help a lot. MidwestFlyways.com slash shop, as Connor don't, always plugs. Don't there do any of that, actually. So no. All we got on there is hats right now. So we'll get that. Well, whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Check you later.